Go with me and do uh, Ephesians 1 3. And uh, with this in 2023, we're just going to follow the Holy Ghost. I said in 2023, we're going to follow the Holy Ghost. Tell your neighbor not to get mad. Don't, hey, don't, ex, don't, don't exchange my uh, passion for arrogance. I'm just on fire for the Lord. Just on fire. Not, not, not arrogant, just passionate. He saved my soul. I got something to dance about. So let me go with you into this. And it's talking about God supplying all your needs. And, and you've heard all that before. But uh, turn with me into Ephesians 1.3. Just put your finger there. I'll bring you to, to the place, and then we're going to go over to Philippians 4.19. And I can probably kind of paraphrase this and, and bring it all together. So Paul, in any of his letters, has a long introduction and in how he does it. So he must be a preacher. And anytime he says, we're only going to be like one more minute, you're like, yeah, right. And this, anybody ever a preacher say, hey, it's going to be a short one? Probably not. But it's, it's, a, it's a nice concept. Paul, same. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God to the saints who are in Ephesus and are faithful. So he's talking to all the faithful people in his church in Ephesus. Uh, in Christ Jesus. Verse 2, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us. And if you've been blessed, say amen. amen. Who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing. Amen. You caught that. The other service are like, I didn't get that. They didn't have that face, but they had the tenor there. Uh, I just, every spiritual blessing. So God has already given us everything, Lamonis, that we need. You just have to watch this. Go out and get it. You got you to go out and get it. And if you don't go out and get it, don't expect God to just plop it in your lap because he loves you so much. He's already done what he's going to do. You know, we just got through Christmas and, and his son was born. Then he died 33 years later. He paid the price on Calvary. Now you need to go out and get it. So tell your neighbor to get up and go get it. Amen. I can't. And, and don't, get off your pity pot. Get off your pity pot. <laughs> you know, my mom said you can get happy in the same pants you're sad in. I think it's good. I didn't like it when she said it to me. Does anybody want to like be, I told you, I want to be, I was trying to get out of the house. I'll tell you this and I'll get back to preaching. Mrs. Cope, I tried to get out of the house without praying the other day. Oh, yeah, I'll show you, God. And we're going to show everybody in our family, like, oh, I'm not, we're not going to pray today. That's, say it with me. That's how mad I am. God said, so what? And then I was, you're kind of trying to time it. If you're married, is anybody married here besides me? I tried to time it. If, when my wife goes down to do laundry, I could buzz out. And like call her later and like, well, I had to get going. You ever do that one? You're like, well, everybody's like, man, I hope you move on from this one quick. 
but I, this is my life. And God's like, you're really going to go out without praying for your wife and everything. So, uh, amen to it. They had to go back in it. And you kind of do the, do you ever do like the hand holding with your spouse and you're just like gritting your teeth and praying at the same time? Where's the people who are in trouble in marriage here? They're like, we don't have those issues. Liar! <laughs> have a great week in the Lord, guys. I'm out of here. I don't know why I'm telling you all this stuff. I'm going to go to 419, and then I'll tell you in, in Philippians. It's just about, I told you before, it's about having all the, richings, uh, the rich blessings from heaven, and then it's, this is about being amply supplied. Uh, go to 419. It says, uh, and my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. So God's going to be my supplier. He's going he's to sow his Holy Spirit in my life. And then when I'm filled with the Holy Ghost, I need to go out and share it with people even that I don't like. That's what it looks like in the new year. Here's the one thing I want to challenge you to. Don't bring your 2022 mess up into 2023. Oh, I know some of you want to milk it a little bit more. Oh, yeah, we're going to wring it out. We're, oh, we're going far. There's still a few things I need to say. <laughs> you don't need to say anything, man. What you need to do is move on from the mess and start being a messenger for the Lord. Hallelujah. So I got all the supplies that I need. Now I need to go out and get it, not only for myself, but for my family and for the kingdom of God. And all God's people said, amen. amen. Let us pray. So, Lord, uh, we can't be waiting on anything anymore because you've already done everything you're going to do. So I pray that my friends and my family would get off the pity pot and, and start following uh, you through the Spirit of God. And myself included, Lord God, we can stick our selfish attitudes in a sock and start living for you and acting like we're saved uh, and walk and talk like it too. And we pray this in 2023 in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. amen. Applaud the Lord. Let the basket come by. Hallelujah. So, uh, so the reflection is back on the Christmas story. And then we're going to be going into New Year, New You. And I know all you guys have New Year's resolutions. And I, oh, you don't. So mine, I always, Paul, I always, I always want to lose a little weight. And so far, it hasn't worked that great. Because I just really can't give up uh, the sweets. I, I'm going to confess, and then I'll feel better. So ask me, say, do tell. So in between services, I, I have a little refrigerator, 
And I went in, and my, my weakness is peanut butter balls. It could be, and I think Carol Jones is the guilty party here. She made them. And I eat them. But I would eat anything that is covered in chocolate. I just got to be honest with you, like ants covered with chocolate, I'm in on that. But it like calls your name in between service and you justify it by going, if I could get a little more energy. If I... You know what I was thinking about doing? We need to put chocolate on salad and I'd probably eat more. I just thought of that. So if anybody steals that idea, I want part of the royalties. Amen? So I don't know what yours is. Maybe it's be kinder or uh, whatever. Let me say this because I didn't say this in the other service. Do this today. Just let's kick off a good thing. I was talking to my pastors and deacons. Just grab one anyways. And whether you fill it out or not or you tell me to jump in a lake, I'm good with all of it. Put whatever it is you need on here because the only way we can help you out is if you tell us what your need is. And you're like, did you know that so-and-so had to... You know, such and such. And I go, no. I go, but if they'd put it down on a card, we could pray for them. If they have family members who are, you know, are sick or ill or whatever, or they need prayers or whatever, we, we actually do pray for them, and you will get a call back on Monday. Our staff will call you back and ask you if there's any follow-up we can do for you. It's just, hey, I need prayer, or I want to be part of this ministry, or I want to join the church, or I think the church stinks. And can I talk to you about that for a second? It's, it, uh, it's okay if you don't like some of the people in the church. It, it's in, in you, and I know a lot of times, Barb, they say, I don't want to go to that church because there's a bunch of hypocrites there. And I told the church before, you guys still go to Walmart, and there's a lot of hypocrites there. Uh, but just do that and... So there's three things we're going to uh, learn today about the Christmas message. And I know you were busy, so that's why uh, God put this together for you. So just fill out your card if you want to, and we'll pray for you or whatever. Uh, the number one is we're going to keep Jesus first. Number two is be available. Number three is to keep peace and goodwill toward men. So these are the three things we're going to talk about next week when you come in. We're going to be talking about New Year, New You. And I know it's cliche, and I know it's boring, but it's something that we need to do. And it's a great excuse to, um, to start like the biggest loser or something. And I wonder how many pounds that I've re-lost over and over again. I've been in the biggest loser for as many years as we've had it. And, it, and when I lose it, it always seems to find me through the ear. So I want you to put your finger on 131 in Luke, and I'll read you up to it. 126, here we go. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph, the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, greetings, O favored one. Now, before I move on, I'm going to repeat myself like I did the previous couple of weeks. We got to figure out what it is about Mary and the shepherds that is so wonderful that God revealed 
uh, all this information to these guys. And I think it was being available, and they had a heart like God. And actually, if you think about it, the shepherd boys were the first human beings to see the born Savior, besides the parents. So that if, you know, if God can use the shepherds and he can use donkeys and all that kind of stuff, he can use me and he can use you. Amen? Um, and I know... Well, I'll talk about that as we come. So have your finger on 31, and you're going to get a great revelation out of this. Uh, but, 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 so let's go to 29. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. So here we go with the favor. And behold, you shall conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name what? You shall call his name Jesus. Say it with me. Jesus. One more time. Jesus. All right, so if that's what the story's about, that's what the Bible's written for and the Old Testament prophecy and all that stuff is about Jesus and he really is who he says he is and we believe that as Christians, we need to keep him first. We need to keep Jesus first and, and, and it talks, he even talks about that in Matthew 6.33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. And I want to get ahead of myself, but I'm, um, I'm, I'm excited to deliver this information to you. So here's the way that we keep Jesus first. Number one is to pray. Say that with me, pray. And you have to pray even when you don't feel like it because that's what God wants you to do. Number two thing to keep Jesus first is to read your Bible. And a lot of times people read their Bible and they go, I don't, Pastor Pat, I don't get anything out of it. Well, I said, you don't get anything out of Facebook, but you're still on it. Can I keep going? And I told you, I do it. I mean, I don't do Facebook, but I do the, you know, I told you, like the roping and the boxing. And I just feel the more I do this, remember, I told you I feel like my IQ drops. So instead of doing this, I need to do this. Read God's word. It's God's love letter to you. It's God's love letter to you and God's love letter to me. So just like any uh, card you would send to your spouse, God is sending you a constant word uh, to refresh your spirit daily. Amen? So that's how I keep Jesus first. I pray, I read my Bible. Guess what the third one is? Church attendance. Just say, oh, me, and then I'll just get, I'm climbing on the soapbox. And I'm going to make a bold statement, and I made it in the last service. All the problems that you have, you have, you have, you have, you have, you have all across the world would be solved if God's people would go to church. All of them. All of them. I mean, think about it before. So, so when I come to church, I get to praise the Lord. Uh, I'm, I'm keeping the Sabbath holy because he told me that's what I need to do. I'm being obedient. God blesses obedience. And then I'm at church, and if I don't feel like going, when I get there, my brother and my sister is going to encourage us. They're going to continue to encourage me to stay in my marriage. They're going to continue to encourage me to stay with brothers and sisters. And be instead of leaving here and going getting dirty, I'm going to go drink some coffee. They're going to encourage me to be a better person. Live a healthy lifestyle and all the kind of and all the stuff that goes with it. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be positive instead of negative. I'm not. I'm not going to be critical. I'm going to be compassionate. 
These are the things we get when we keep Jesus first. And when we're obedient to the Lord, he will bless it. Hallelujah. Let's slide down here to Luke 138. So put your, your finger there. And it's talking about being available, be ready to serve. Um, and it talks about Mary here being a handmaiden. It's a personal maid or a female servant. Ready to serve or assist. That's the way God's people need to be. Amen. So let's keep reading on. Verse 32, and he will be great and be called the son of the most high. And the Lord will give him to the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom there will be no end. So I said, I like that, so I'm going to join in on that kingdom. And remember, don't build an empire, build a kingdom. And Mary said to the angel, how will this be since I am a virgin? And the angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the most high will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called holy in the son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth in her old age will also conceive a son and is in the sixth month with her who is called barren for nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. So that means be, uh, be ready when God calls you to get into ministry, whatever it is. And I know a lot of times, I'll use this example because I used it last service. Uh, we all want to get into uh, ministry and, um, and we want to start our own ministry and we want to do that until the messy people come around. I, I, I didn't know it was going to be. All the people I go to church with are crazy. And I, and I told, I was talking about BC, and his, he's had his 12 step. <laughs> Don't look at me. He's had his class going for 15 years. So when you get in the ministry, you're going to be working, watch this, Mickey, with human beings. That's why I love my animals so much is because they don't talk back. You know, when I go out to the farm, my dad's like, oh, it's a lot of work. I go, this is therapy. Working with human beings is tough. When you're available, just be ready for a mess, but God will equip you to go through that mess. And, it, and watch this, and it doesn't matter what they say to you, your job is to show them the love of Jesus Christ by being kind. There ain't gonna be, there's only one person applauding in the whole church. <laughs> and I'll get to the kindness here in a minute because I'll tell you what, we, you know, through the holidays, say it with me, class, they're stressful. Oh, my Lord, Jesus, help me. And if you got in-laws, outlaws, and ex-laws, Christmas, the only way to start Christmas is like in November. Say it with me. We're doing our, and then we're doing theirs, and then we're doing, and then you just get, you got like nine Christmases. That's because human beings are so needy. That's why we're in church, because we all believe we need Jesus way more than we thought we did. Oh, that's low-hanging fruit, I'll guarantee it. <laughs> Go over and 
So the last thing, so we talked about Jesus being first. We talked about being available. And this is the Christmas story. Then I'm going to be talking about here at the end, peace and goodwill. Say that with me. Peace and goodwill. Hmm. There's a lot here on this next one. Be ready. I'm gonna, I got to start up top, and I'll bring you into it. I'm going to go really fast. In those, in those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered, and this was the first registration when Cornelius was governor over Syria. And all went to be registered, each to his own town, and Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, the, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was in the house and the lineage of David to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child, and while they were there came uh, for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the end. And in the region, so the story's getting ready to be set up here, so be ready. In the same region, there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over the flock by night. Now remember, God's revealed himself specially to Mary and specially to the shepherds, and, and, and we find out it's just because these guys are super obedient, they're available, they're going to pass along goodwill and peace towards all mankind. So here we go. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the, do this with me, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. Do that. The glory of the Lord shone around them. And then we're getting ready to go into the whole heavenly host and everything. And I don't know if it was all angels or all stars or both. So... I got my fill of questions on the way home from church last night. So I'm driving my truck, and we had the church trailer behind my truck, just loaded full of stuff. It's a huge trailer. It's heavy, and I'm, you know, and some of the roads, when you go down 70, they're kind of bumpy, and they get narrow. They're going through. You, anybody ever been through road construction and then tried to do it at night and tried to do it with a big truck and a trailer and everything? And then I had Pastor Aaron's son in there, Brocky. Ask me, say, do tell. Oh, I'm going to. Because as you get older, you pay more and more attention to the road. Like when you're 20 or 25, you're like, oh, yeah, this is all good here, man. Whoa. I'm like this now. And I'm, you know, I'm getting. Joyce, do you remember when you were with your mom? She's like, shut off the radio. And I'm like, Why? the heck's the radio got to do with it? Watch this, Scott. Now I know. I'm, I'm, and my wife, she goes, where are you at? And I'm like, oh, I'm close. I don't know. I just lost. Brock's asking me about the stars. Uncle Pat. How big are the stars? <laughs> and he's got like, you know, kids always bring something home from kids' church. A styrofoam bowl of something. It's still on my dashboard. A couple of papers. He's got a yo-yo in his hand. The th his yo-yos are coming back. He's living it up over him. Everything is good. Everything's going good, and he starts to play his yo-yo in the, in the truck. <laughs> Girls, do this with me. <laughs> Bing! The yo-yo's metal, and my truck floor's metal. I go, what was that? <laughs> he goes, I'm doing the yo-yo. I go, don't do that. 
Tell me how big the stars are. Is the sun bigger than the moon? I'm like, oh my God. I almost started crying. Bob, what time's your class tomorrow? <laughs> Do you see? You got to let, you know, and, and God love him. He loves riding home with me and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Debbie, I got to tell you, they're a, the kids are a gas. Uh, and maybe that's why the shepherds were chosen by God. The same way he chooses children to represent his kingdom. He said, if you want to come in my my kingdom, you have to be like a child. And ask me, say, how, how were they, Pastor Pat? Yes, sir. Turn the lights down, I'll tell you. They believe the best for everything. Riding home in the pickup truck with Uncle Pat is the grandest thing in the whole wide world. Bumping and riding and him, him having a, a, I'm the yes man. I, I let the kids do all kinds of crazy stuff. You know, they spend the night, hey, Uncle Pat, can we get an ice cream? Yep. Can we get in the pantry? Yep. Candy, go ahead, go fart. Because when I go to bed, I go to bed, there might be hopping all over the place. Oh, yeah, and Keelan come home, and they were. It's like midnight. I didn't know it was New Year's Eve last night. When you get older, you forget about New Year's Eve. Boom, boom. I was like, what the heck? But kids... They can play yo-yo at any time, bring in their uh, styrofoam collectors of whatever it is, their papers crunched up, and expectation is really high. Wouldn't we like to have like kid-like faith, and, and maybe he thinks I know all the answers of the whole wide world. Isn't that cool to be like that? Just where you where you go, you go, man. It's my his his life and and your guys's life is with your kids is just one big party. And and just the 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 stars just coming out. The shepherds are like, oh yeah, man, this is the big one. I've been hearing about all this. So I'm gonna ask you to rise with me for the last couple of verses here. So we talked about the angels showing up. And the Lord shone around them. And they were filled with great fear. And the angels said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news for great joy that will be for all the people. All the people, even the little people. In the city of David, a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. The baby will be wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there with an angel, a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God, saying, glory to God in the highest and peace among with those whom he's pleased. So this 14 is where I want you to drill down on. If you're reading King James, it would say peace and goodwill toward men. You know what goodwill is? Doing good things towards mankind. I'll say it over here. Doing good things to all of mankind. Well, you don't know what they said about me. I'll say it over here. Who cares what they said about you, man? 
God, God said, look what they said about me. Look what they did to me. I died on the cross for you, and they're going to persecute me, persecute you, because they persecuted me. It's all right. I'll handle your business for you. Bring peace to all of mankind and goodwill towards everybody. And when they see that you didn't react the way they did, they're going to go, you must have Jesus in you. I'll say it over here. You must have Jesus in you. And you go like, oh, buddy, you have no idea. I got a bunch of Jesus in me. Otherwise, say it with me, otherwise. Just leave it right there. You need to go on with it. Let's say it one more time and help me out anyway. Otherwise. Wouldn't you like to? But would it help the body? Would it help mankind if you popped off? Oh, we're going hey, we, to pop off. Say that with me. Get it out of your We're going to pop off. No, you're not. You're going to act like Jesus. Tell your neighbor to bring it in a little bit. Just, just bring it in here. Bring it in. You know God's still a healer? What a miracle God is. He did a miracle in your life, didn't he, young lady? He heals brain tumors. He heals cancer. He heals all kinds of things. All you guys are, that little girl's a living testimony of the power of God. Hey, don't tell me my God can't. Don't tell me my God can't. Don't tell me that. Because I don't believe it. I believe he can, and I believe he will. Amen. So I'm going to set you up here for what's to come. This is the first Lord's Supper of 2023. What a great way to set up your life. By understanding and remembering... What God did at the cross at Calvary, his body was broken and, and his blood was spilled for you and I. And then after we partake in the Lord's Supper, we got a quick uh, two-minute testimony I want to share with you. Um, and and, it, and it's actually my wife's testimony. And it's powerful. And it's real. It's contagious. And there's healing in it. So I don't know if you all have been saved or not. And, I, and maybe, maybe you're in the church today. You go, I don't know if Jesus really heals and, 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 and changes lives. He's changed me and my wife's life. He's changed my kid's life. He can change your life. But you'll have to be available for God. When he comes to descend on you right here, right now, you have to go, you know what? Hey, man, I'm ready to give my life to you. I realize that I'm a sinner. God, just say it to me. I realize I'm a sinner. I know that I need a Savior. And I want you, Jesus, to come into my life, come into my heart. 
and transform my life into something beautiful and wonderful, magical. Do it here and do it now. And then help me live for you. And here's the last one for the saints before we approach the Lord's table today. Oh God, in 2022 and here in the last parts of it, I've been a little nasty. I've been a little argumentative. I've been kind of hard to deal with and I want to lay my burdens down and drop 2022 off here at the altar and start living in 2023. And if that's you, just make your way down. I'm going to pray for you before we partake in the Lord's Supper. And we can turn that music up just a little bit. Don't let anger, Joyce, turn to bitterness. If you don't deal with anger, it turns into bitterness. Man, you, Mickey, you can get bitter over some stuff. I'm bitter, fighting mad bitter. I'm bitter. It's because you never dealt with the anger that you had. Take it to God and say, man, I'm mad about this situation. He'll go, that's all I was waiting for. He used to turn it over to me so I can fix the dang thing. Slam our fist down. Ooh, I'm so mad. God said, I know that. If you'll just hand it over to me, I'll take care of it. And I'll get rid of this anger, replace it with love, and it'll never turn into bitterness. That's a heck of an agreement. I'm going to pray for your 2023. And if you have any things like that in your heart, just lift your hand and we'll just pray and get them out of here. and just Then just dump it down here at the altar. Let's pray together. Lord, with our hands raised and our and our hearts ready to be filled with expectation. We, we're leaving this mess of 2022. And we're not going to pick it up again. We're not going to pick up the anger, the addiction, the, the bad relationship, the bad language, the bad TV shows. And we want it to be replaced with peace and love so we can take goodwill towards a lost and dying world. And we get ready to partake in the Lord's Supper today. We're going to do it with clean hands and a pure heart as we give you glory for this day in 2023. In Jesus' name, his church said amen.